everyone, welcome back. It's been so long. Lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, so we're doing a follow-up, just a bonus episode uh, on what we talked about in episode 23. So if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that, stop what you're doing. Stop. If, if you're driving, stop. just please don't stop. <laughs> please keep driving. Uh, but no, uh, don't turn turn on this episode off. Go back, listen to episode as we talked about what is sin, addressing the question of what is sin. But wanted to do a bonus round just because of our time, because uh, we are good, strong, solid Baptists and go over time every time. Um, you know, this is kind of like you write a letter to somebody. This is the P.S. Yeah, there we go. What does P.S. stand for? Postscript. Hey, I, I, think. Bet, I bet you're right. We're going <laughs> Michaela, to look it up for us. Michaela, look that up for us real quick. <laughs> I think it's postscript. And we're just going to keep rambling until she looks I could be completely up. wrong, but I think that's what it means. Uh, kudos to you. Yeah, I was right. All right, all right so <laughs> Michaela, you're, you're on real quick. What was it say? A postscript is an afterthought thought that is occurring after the letter has been written and signed. The term comes from the Latin post scriptum, an expression meaning written after. Wow. We went Latin. Let me see that. Like That was Wikipedia's you... version, though, so can you really trust it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure my college professors tell me not to. Well, your college well, professors are, are doing are, this podcast. Are we writing, are we writing a, a academic paper right now and if somebody if somebody completely made that up kudos to them i mean seriously that even cool. <laughs> to go in the detail even though you sinned and you're lying but still uh you can go find out more about that in the previous episode but uh to include latin that that's taking it that's a going above and beyond you made the lie even better post christum post scriptum scriptum right i mean christum? The, yeah, no, I, Saint christmas i told him that's a but some people are starting to decorate Christmas, Jason. Oh, Tabasco Jason, in the eyes. Be angry and do not sin. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, we're Get getting the off topic. Due, we're I mean. getting off topic. <laughs> we're going to turn this bonus episode into a regular episode. Uh, no. So what I wanted to do is follow up. Uh, I've, when I, whenever I've taught on this, uh, I've, I've got a whole series I teach on basic Christian doctrines and Christian beliefs, uh, and talk about some of those. Uh, hard questions about about sin, and uh, I've got four that that we that I've that I've addressed. Jason, you may come up, you may think of one uh, off off the top of your head. Um, which again, that's a weird saying too. Off the top of your head, back to the back. anyway. Um, <laughs> and so, try our best to keep them lightning round style. So our goal is fifteen minutes in this uh, in this episode, ten fifteen minutes. Okay. Uh, We'll try our yeah, best. Because the PS is not very long. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, 15 is less than half of what... Of what. Anyway, <laughs> stop it. You're getting me off topic. So, first one, okay, talking about sin, uh, are there different degrees of sin? Oh, um, as far as the consequences of sin? I didn't say that. Okay. The question is, are there different degrees of sin? I have my answers because I've taught on this. I've taught this three times. Right, already. Then you take so, that. No, no, I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm asking you. Um, mm, that's uh, I'm not ready for that question. Um, off the top of my head, um, as far as the the punishment for sin, there is no difference. It's the same punishment. Um, 
But I would say, yes, there are different consequences to sin, meaning like if I punched you in the face. <laughs> uh, I love how that's where it uh, goes with that. Uh, uh, if I, if, okay, if I stole your money. Dang, uh, he's all, <laughs> what I do to you, bro? What I do to you, man? If, okay, so if I do something that, um, like, if I just trespass in your yard, how about that? Okay. Okay, so still I, about me. You, you, still. Yeah, yeah. You may get a cop call and tell me to leave. That's you know that's But if I go and punch you in the face, I can be charged with assault. Yes. So we see there's different degrees as far as the pun as the consequences of sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look at that, you know, like if it, you know, take Jesus's uh, words. You know, when he says, you know, if you commit um, lust in your heart, you've committed adultery. But I didn't follow through on that act of adultery. So we see that uh, there is... Yeah, it, it's still ultimately, you're still going to give, and, uh, and I totally agree with everything you've said. Way to go. Good answer. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's the the idea of eternally, the eternal legal guilt, all sins are, are equally mm. bad. They're equally guilty uh, in that. But there are, like you're saying, consequences based on how harmful, you know, some sins have more harmful consequences if they're against you and just between you and God, if they're mm-hmm. against another person or against a larger body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you got to factor in, you know, intentionality uh, versus action. I mean, intentionality, you look at, you look at Leviticus uh, and you see where he says if they did this intentionally or if they didn't do this, if, or if they did this unintentionally, there were two different consequences given and, and ways to pay that back. Uh, action, coveting, you know, mm-hmm. desiring something versus actually stealing, actually yeah. com- per- committing the act. And then, of course, maturity, authority uh, plays into that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think they're... So from the eternal perspective, no. Uh, from the temporal, earthly perspective, yes. Uh, I think there is. Good job. Thanks. Nice. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> what is the unpardonable sin? <sighs> So uh, and Jason did not get any of these questions no, beforehand, so you're and getting and, them and you're, raw. And this is hard for me because I, I don't know. Being put on the spot scares me because I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to say something wrong and be called a heretic. Um, but <laughs> and, <laughs> dang. And so um, no. Um, so <clears throat> what was the question? The impartial sin. Okay. Growing up, um, it was always don't blaspheme, you know, don't talk, you know, don't, don't say there is no God. That's the unpardonable sin, you know. And as I've kind of come to know the scriptures a little bit better, we see the unpardonable sin is not accepting the gift of salvation. Uh, that's what it is to me. Um, um, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, I was, you know, God convicted me at five years old for the need of a Savior. Um, why, what sin was, what I need, why I needed him to come and rescue me. But I, went, I didn't accept him for 15 years, mm. until I was 15 years old. So, man, those 10 years of just battling that calling, and I was rejecting God. You know, I was saying, God, God's giving me this free gift, and I'm saying no. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, we, I, I, I see it as uh, not uh, just saying, you know what, God, I, I can do this on my own, or 
I don't need your gift. So can you commit the unpardonable sin? Because oftentimes I, I grew up hearing it taught the same way and, and for the longest time held that, that same view uh, on that uh, as ultimately rejecting Christ. Mm-hmm. And you commit that, the person who commits the unpardonable sin commits it when they die and they stand before God mm-hmm. because they because they blasphemed God, they, they rejected God, uh, they committed that. Uh, can you commit that sin in this life? I mean, and here's why I ask that. Okay, <laughs> that I, sounds, there sounds like a there sounds like a trick question in there. No, I I won't I won't just leave you high and dry on that. Okay, uh, I will say that I do believe what where I've come as I've studied the, as I've said this more and more. I do believe it's more than just the general rejection of a sinner rejecting Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I be, and the reason I believe that is because is because of. Jesus's uh, Matthew's account of Jesus speaking on this. Uh, Jesus talks about the unpardonable sin. All sins will be forgiven, you know, but the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven. And Jesus makes this statement that really had had always stuck out to me, and that was, he says, neither in this life nor in the next. Now we know. The sin of rejecting God will ultimately will not be forgiven in the next life, uh, because as we, if we do not accept Christ, if we do not surrender our life to Christ, then we we stand before Him condemned for eternal punishment. But I never understood that in this life. Uh, you know, He says you will not be forgiven in this life. So there is a point where a person can commit this sin in this life. Uh, and so that's where I take that, I take the unpardonable sin a step further, not just rejecting and, and kind of, as you were, uh, mm-hmm. I think, because I, I think we got to view salvation bigger than just that moment. I believe yeah. in even 10 years, God was drawing, God was not letting go. He was He was uh, continuing to uh, to. And you draw your heart as a as a bucket out of out of a well type thing, pulling you up to see uh, the goodness. But I think there is a point where a person reaches where they don't just deny that, but they actively attribute God's work to Satan and, and or, or to their, themselves. That's blaspheming blaspheming the Holy Spirit. It's not just rejecting the Holy Spirit; it is actively. You taking what he was doing and uh, attributing it to something else. And I do believe a person can commit that in with such a hardness of heart because of the inherited sin nature. Mm-hmm. Um, they can receive that. They can, or they can commit that to where eventually the Holy Spirit says, "Okay, I'm done. Yeah, I've drawn you. I've 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 pleaded. You've heard the message over and over and over and over again. That he will not work anymore." His work has been he he will you know God God will not stand you know on trial for for not trying to work and that and everything God God's the judge he doesn't he doesn't stand on trial period mm-hmm. but I believe there is a point in this life where that person and God says okay rather than using you as a vessel of mercy I'm going to use you as a vessel of of wrath to show my power uh, and remind people of that uh, so I think that like I said I would say there's still ultimately that rejection but I think it. T- for me, it takes it just a, a step further. Uh, another one, why does God have to punish sin? 
Mm. I know these are such easy lightning round questions. Yeah, I think lightning round, like, is this a sin? <laughs> yes or no? But um, We can go there, too, if you want. No, 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 because <laughs> then it's still a deep question. Um, <clears throat> we see God as righteous. He's not only just, he's justifier. You know, he He justifies uh, our sins. You know, he, he's going to, as the just judge, um, he has to rule you know, in that. So he is holy, we are not. So when we commit unholy acts, um, we are judged guilty. Mm. Um, and so we are doing things separate from him. Mm. So, and separate from his law, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, but he has to punish it because if he chooses not to punish it, he is not just. Yeah, it's it's got to come from his nature. Yeah. Uh, and that goes back to the law flows out of who he is. And and I, I didn't say this last, last episode, but I've said some we don't just break God's law, we break God's heart because the law is an expression of his heart of who he is. And and because of that, we all talk about his him being gracious. So of course we want him to be forgiving, be merciful yeah. and be gracious, but we can't forget that he is equally just, righteous, holy. And mm-hmm. for him so for him to let that standard down mm-hmm. would be for him to not be perfect uh, in that. And therefore that's where some someone has to take the punishment. And this is where Jesus steps in as yeah. our substitution. Yeah, because God is the same God of the Old Testament. You know, he he his wrath is coming, mm-hmm. but he has been satisfied through the cross. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that shelter, you know, the 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 cross provided the shelter for us from the coming wrath. Hmm. No, one one more for me. Be thinking of one if you got one. Okay, <laughs> on this level probably. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think I think we can go twenty minutes just because most people listen here. They 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 uh they what you, what you call it commute. There we go. That word uh, big words for me today. Uh, <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, they they got they go in Birmingham, so we're good. Uh, does the Bible teach an age of accountability? <laughs> okay, top, <laughs> top of my head, no. I, I don't know anywhere that says that this is the age in which you are accountable. Um, but I do believe that all people at one point are revi- the the need of salvation is revealed mm-hmm. to. Um, I do believe that we all experience that. Um, now we can go into deeper, like what people that have never heard the gospel and all that, you know. That, what about baby, you know, babies that, yeah. that die before that understanding? Uh, your people born with aut- autism or uh, you know mental incapacities uh, type thing. Yeah. Uh, what What do we do with that type thing? I, uh, here's what I believe: I believe God's a God of mercy. Um, and right. um, he is merciful. And now I know there's probably some, and gosh, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I know there's probably some hyper Calvinists out there that were probably slamming their fist against the steering wheel, but I do believe God's a God of mercy and that, that he He knows the fallen creation. Well, and I, I would actually say some of those hyper Calvinists are either one doing that, which, and if you don't know anything about Calvinism, praise God, don't, I mean, you, you, look, don't. <laughs> I love talking deep theology, and I'd love to talk with you in person. Don't just go Google it right now, okay? Yeah. Um, I, I would say 
those hyper-Calvinists are one, either doing what you're saying, or they're in a full agreement because they believe God's God's sovereign over all of it anyway. So it really doesn't matter if they believe if they yeah. choose if if they understand or not, God's going to save them and everything. And I think there's a balance in that. I think we have to understand salvation is is by grace alone. Salvation mm-hmm. is by grace alone. Therefore, it's not of any work that we that we can do. So we there's nothing that it's all it's all through Jesus's finished work. Uh, and so I believe there are exceptional cases where an individual lacks the capacity to repent and believe. Um, you know, they they lack that understanding. They're they're ultimately still guilty, but we're all guilty, mm-hmm. and that salvation doesn't flow on whether or not we understand that or not because then like you said if if that was the case then we don't then the most unloving thing we could do is actually go tell people who've never heard the name of Jesus who've never heard the good news of the gospel because that's part of that good news is revealing to them there's got to be bad news understood mm-hmm. so it would be revealing to them that they are in sin and they are going to be guilty if if it was all about our knowledge of our guiltiness then the worst thing we could do is tell them with the chance that they not trust in that, that they not put their faith in that. Mm-hmm. So it's so much more than, than that. Uh, that's where I, I would say to, you know, to the mother, you know, who lost her child, God is good. Yeah. We believe before anything else in God's goodness. We trust in his goodness and in his grace. I believe God in his mercy. I, I and I, I believe I, I can confidently say this, uh, because I think of David, the example of David and his son, who was conceived in sin, who was conceived out of sin. What does David say? I'll see you again. I'll see him again. Uh, And so, and not because of who David was, but because of David's belief in who God was uh, in that. I do believe there is a point that absolutely... uh, in in a person's life that they come to that understanding. I don't think it's a specific age or number. Yeah. Um, I was always, and this is kind of lighthearted, but seriously, growing up, I was always told age 12. And, I, and once until I got older, I was like, why age 12? <laughs> it, I, I've always, I've heard 20. I wish it was 20. You know, of course, now I'm 30, I'm 36. Well, if it was so 20, it, I would, yeah. no, no need for me in high school ministry. <laughs> but they, they always went Old Testament because the ones who were 20 and under, did they got to go into the promised land because God uh-huh. says they were innocent. That's what some people, yeah. Okay. I know, we're stretching scripture. <laughs> uh, so yeah, any, what, anything you got? I don't. Oh, man. I don't. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, these are just, like I said, these are questions that okay. I've come across. How about this? Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm really scared. Have you, you seen get... the movie Castaway? Yes. Okay. So. Oh, I, I have a feeling. I think I know where this is going. So, I the, the, his wife. Oh, yep. <laughs> this is where wife, it's going. She presumes him dead. Because of the, the wreck. Is she living in oh sin? My God. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Why do you? I, I didn't give specific scenarios. Dang. You're like, you know, I'm going to answer you the same way Jesus answered the Sadducees when they ask, well, you know, this brother was married to this woman. He died and she has, and he had to marry the older brother than seven brothers and they all get to heaven. You, know, you don't understand the resurrection. You really don't. We, we don't understand salvation. We, we, that's why I trust in Jesus. We trust in Jesus, right? 
Uh, man, thanks again. Uh, like I said, I know lighting around just uh, different different things, but it's good to talk about. It's yeah. just good to to hang out. To more more than anything, just to just to talk. And let me encourage our listeners: do that. Don't just listen to us. Let yeah. these spur conversations on. Um, you know, let these. Yeah, it's lightning round. These are some of these were probably deeper questions oh, than, yeah. than Jason expected. Um, but but talk about these things with with fellow believers. You know, talk about these things with leaders and grow yeah. in your understanding as you continue to live faithfully as faithful citizens. Amen. Amen.